Hey, this is Ryan Fitzpatrick, and you are listening to the EA Podcast with Eric Allen. Take it away, EA. Hey, what's up? It's EA in studio right now. It's the bye week. Hope you're enjoying a restful weekend with friends and family. I'm getting away myself, but before I left Florham Park, I got a chance to speak with Jets GM Mike McCagnan, talk about the state of the green and white with six games remaining in the 2016 schedule. We covered a lot of topics. You can watch the interview on Jets Flight Plan, which airs 11.30, CBS New York, or on NewYorkJets.com as well. But I got a treat for you here on the EA Podcast because we're going to give you our conversation in full right now. Well, your team has entered the bye week. Can we get your general overall thoughts where the squad is at this point in the season? Well, I think first and foremost, um, you know, we're obviously disappointed with our record, you know, three and you know, three and seven. Um, there are some things that we feel good about. You know, some of the, a lot of younger, a lot of our younger players are getting an opportunity to play and contribute. Um, you know, we do feel good about that going forward. We obviously are disappointed in the record, as I mentioned. Um, and I think you know, when you when you look at it overall, um, we feel we are making progress. You know, towards where we eventually want to be. But of course, the wins and losses. Uh, at this point in time, we're very disappointed to us. Speaking about making progress, uh, you've mentioned what you've done from a youth standpoint. And it, in the roster, you constantly, obviously, evaluate that. You have a lot of young players on this team. Let's talk about the wide receiver position. You're getting contributions from Robbie Anderson, an undrafted free agent from Temple, Jalen Marshall, an undrafted free agent from Ohio State, and then a seventh-round pick in Toronto Peak from Clemson. Yeah, but all three of those guys have done a very good job for us, and I think you know, going in, going into the draft process, um, you know, it's very nice when you can actually hit on a, a late round draft pick that actually has the potential to be a good player for you. But then, in addition to that, finding the two college free agents who have both done a very good job, and we think um, all three of them have a lot of upside and potential. And and then obviously Robbie in particular has some real big playability and potential. And then the other part of it is people and it does get lost a little bit. Is is you know Devin Smith from a year ago was injured, but again, you know we got a chance to see him a little bit last year before he got hurt. But of course he's back now, healthy. So that it's another young player to kind of throw in the mix too. He's almost uh, because of injury last year. He's almost sort of redshirted that first year. But it's a um, we feel good about our receiver crew overall, and that doesn't take anything away from you know Brandon Marshall and obviously Quincy. And, and Quincy's another player who's done very well for us here this year this year too. You mentioned Quincy, an emerging receiver in his second year as far as uh, accrued seasons in the National Football League. Did you think he was ready for that next step? Have you been pleasantly surprised by his development? Yeah, I think the one thing you find in, in, in last year we felt good about him and, and we thought he was a good young player, but this year, is again, he sort of elevated his game. And that's the, and I think long-term, that's kind of where you know our focus really is, is like the build through the draft and build through the younger players. And of course, when those players do make sometimes dramatic you know, improvement from year one to two, but year two to three and then three to four. Uh, but Quincy's done a very nice job for us. And again, he's a player we saw the potential in him. Uh, and then this year in particular, he's really sort of blossomed and t- taken it to another level. I think offensive line coach Steve Marshall has done an amazing job here in 2016. He re- reshuffled that lineup numerous times because of injury. Wesley Johnson started the last three games for you guys at center. At right tackle, Breno Giacomini started the year on the pup list. So Ben Jelana and Brent Qualley alternated at right tackle. After Ryan Clayton went down, Ijelana really became a swing tackle because he went back to the yeah. left side, and now you got Breno back. 
And your young guards, I think uh, when you look at this Jets team and, and a foundation, how about those guys like Winners and, of course, James Carpenter? Yeah. Do you like what you've seen up front? Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. I think going into the season, and, and we liked a lot of those guys beforehand, um, but we really didn't, they were sort of unproven. I mean, they, they performed in preseason, a lot of those guys, but not in the regular season, some of the younger guys you mentioned. Um, but that's one of the things, too, when, when the season unfolded. And, um, you know, and again, Ryan did a nice job for us early before he got hurt. But, um, and then Breno being out for the, for the start of the season, it was a bit of an unknown how we were going to perform in that area. But the one nice thing that came out of it was all those young guys you've mentioned, you know, a particular Quale and um, Ben. Um, both those guys have done a nice job for us. And, and again, now they're, you know, performing at a level we feel good about going forward. So, Whereas at one point in time it was a bit of a, a concern for us, now it's actually turned into sort of a, you know, an area where we actually feel pretty good about. How about Winter specifically? He seems like he's taking his game to the next level. Became a full-time starter mm -hmm. last year after Willie Colon went out. I remember his first start in London matching up, matching up with Ndamukong Sue, of yep. course. Did a fine job there, but he seems to be really in a comfort zone right now. Yeah, and I think with Brian in particular, like he's, he's, you know, you look at his career and he's missed a little time with injuries early, um, but he's blossomed very nicely. And in fact, it, it's a testament not only to Brian, but again, the coaching from both Steve and actually David uh, Diaz Infante. Both those guys do a very good job uh, with the offensive line. But Brian's one of those guys we, we're excited about going forward. Um, again, he's in that certain point of his career where he's starting to, you know, sort of start to reach his potential and fulfill some of his potential. So we're excited about him going forward. And um, obviously, going to be a free agent at the end of the season, but we try hopefully try to keep him and get him back and keep him in the mix. How about the production of Matt Forte? A lot of people said a 30-year-old running back in. You and Todd Bowles said we don't see a 30-year-old running back. We see a good running back, and he's yeah. a guy who's getting better by the game. And your run game has really come on the last four games. I think you're averaging more than 150 yards on the ground over that time span, and Forte is a big reason why. Yes, and, and Matt was a player, I mean, we obviously, um, when Chris was uh, Chris Ivory was a free agent, we you know we wanted to resign Chris, but of course that we knew the market was gonna be, you know, was gonna obviously price him out at a certain level. Um, so when we lost out on Chris, obviously Matt was kind of our next target. Now, that doesn't take away anything from Bilal Powell, who's actually done a very good job for us also. And then I guess in, in, in early, late in training camp, we had actually Kyrie Robinson also, but he injured, he got injured in training camp. Um, but both, uh, but Matt's done a great job, and I think Matt's, you know, proven that, uh, you know, and it's really more of a testament, not just his ability, but how he approaches the game, his work ethic. Um, but he's done a very nice job for us. And then really with him and Bilal, and Bilal, Again, when we utilized him, is, is a very good running back in his own right. So it's a nice one-two punch to have with both those guys, and um, you know, kind of excited about both those guys going forward. How about your first overall pick as GM in the New York Jets, Leonard Williams? He had a good rookie campaign, mm -hmm. and now he's made that sophomore leap. If you look at the team stats, and I know football is more than just stats, but one thing he talked about all offseason was, I got to get to the quarterback more. Yep. And he certainly has, despite playing in the interior, where you see a lot of traffic, as you know, and he's up there in tackles, tackles for loss, and quarterback hits as well. You know, it's interesting with Leonard, and, and, and Leonard was a very young player. I don't think he actually turned 21 till like June of last year. Um, so we knew he had, he had, obviously being very young, he still has a lot of you know, potential and ability to develop. Um, but he's really blossomed into a very good young player. 
Um, I think last year we always felt very good about Leonard, and we thought you know he was a you know a very active player, very you know a very dominant player at times. Um, he was close. I think he actually was one of the higher rated guys in terms of our number of hits on the quarterback a year ago. Now this year, obviously, he's, he's sort of converted those into sacks. Um, and I think at this year, at this point in time last year, he may have only had about a half sack on the season after yeah. nine or ten games. Uh, this year he's at six and, and and really developing into a very good, dominant, complete player. How about your first round pick, Darren Lee? Uh, made a lot of contributions early. Mm -hmm. uh, he got a little bit banged up, but now has returned to the lineup. What have you seen from him so far so early in his career? Well, Darren's another, again, another young player when we drafted him. I think he just literally was just turned 21 or just you know, a little over that. Um, but again, he's a very athletic linebacker. Um, I think at one point in time before he was injured, he was actually leading our team in tackles. So he's done a very good job for us, and, and we're excited about him going forward. But um, he brings definitely an athletic speed element to the game, and, and it was kind of when we lost him to the the ankle injury that was obviously unfortunate. But he should be ready to go and back and playing on a full time basis now going forward. But again, another young player who you know we like a lot as a player in terms of ability and potential, and the player he can potentially develop into. But also from a character and intangible standpoint, a very good kind of kid to go build around going forward. When you resume action, you'll be hosting the New England Patriots. He had a waiver claim from the Patriots and Daryl Roberts. Now here is a guy who impressed the coaching staff at practice and now is playing a critical role, especially over these last six games. Marcus Williams out with the ankle sprain. And when you guys go to sub, uh, Daryl Roberts is playing outside for you. Yeah, Daryl actually has done a very good job. And I think people tend to forget, like, you focus so much on pro free agency in the offseason. You focus on the draft. But there's two other avenues of acquiring players that are, are critical or you know to us. Um, one is you know the college free agents, which we've you know had some success with the with you know the two receivers, and actually um, you know there was a defensive lineman named Thomas also that did a nice job for us. But um, the other part of it is when you get into the season, you have the waiver wire or practice rosters from other teams that you can go sign players from. But you know uh, Roberts was a player that we liked in the preseason. Um, you know, and, and he was a little injured, I think, in one of the games at the end of it. But we liked him enough that we claimed him, and um, he's come in and done a very good job for us. Not unlike. Uh, to a degree, almost when Marcus Williams was brought into this organization a few years ago, he was a player that you know we actually had in Houston that was you know waved off our practice roster. The Jets signed him; he turned into a good player for the Jets here. But uh, Roberts is of the same type of you know th those are where you start moving ahead. The you know you try to build your talent base, but when you f when you can add talent through those avenues, that actually gives you a chance to be successful down the road. At the quarterback position, you got a chance to see. Bryce Petty, a fourth-round pick in, in your first draft, make his first start against the L.A. Rams. And then, obviously, uh, Christian Hackenberg continues to develop. Since we're not out of practice uh, when these guys are taking reps, can you talk about uh, Hackenberg and how he's coming along? And also, was it fun for you just to take a step back and, uh, and see Bryce in action? Yeah, you know, it's and, and it's funny when you watch when I watched Bryce the other day, and, and he and he did a pretty good job, and that's for his first start ever, and that's a pretty uh, a pretty aggressive uh, front seven or defense. Those guys get after the quarterback pretty good. At least they've been doing that this season, and I think our offensive line did a nice job, and Bryce did a nice job in that kind of environment. Um, but it's nice when you see when you think back to when you know, as a GM, you probably think back to the first few mini camps or the first preseason games from a year ago when Bryce was a true rookie. And then you, it's nice to see how much he's progressed from yeah. there. And now he still has a lot more, you know, he still has a lot more potential to develop. Um, but the, the, it was a it was a nice first start for him. I, I think it's you know again when we, we break down the tape, there's always nuances and things from a coaching standpoint, which he d he needs to do better on and, and can do better on. But he he did get off to a good start, which was nice. And then with Christian, 
Um, you know, he's a player that we like quite a bit in terms of his ability and potential. But of course, um, you know, there's aspects of his play he needs to improve upon, and we've been happy with the progress he's made. And at some point in time, we'll see if um, you know how he does on the field. But but he's done some good things for us, uh, you know, in the practice environment. I think, you know, unfortunately because of injuries. Um, you know, originally we had four quarterbacks, then we, you know, lost Bryce for a period of time, and then obviously Gino, unfortunately. But uh, Christian's getting more reps in practice, which is only good for his potential and his development. There's six games left. You, as the GM, the football architect of the New York Jets, are you excited to continue to watch these guys as you tinker with the roster? Because that never ends, as you know. That's a daily thing yeah. that you guys, you have staff throughout the country, even up in Canada, looking at guys. So the roster, uh, I always laugh in the summer when people say it's the final roster. I say the roster's never final. No, no. I think I think what you um, what you realize in this business, it's a, it's a constant process trying to figure out ways to make the team better, and we do that ourselves. Um, as I mentioned before, you know we're, we are disappointed with the record. Um, but there are some good things in, in, in the organization in terms of players and stuff like that that we feel good about going forward. We definitely are, you know, have you know, focused on some of the young players that have come in more recently. But it's a constant process, and you're, you're constantly trying to figure out ways not only to you know, acquire players, add more talented players to the roster, but also you know, look at ways we can improve overall. And um, so that's kind of been our focus. And, and again, it, it really, from the... From the end of July, or the, right before the start of training camp, until the end of the draft, it's it's a you know kind of a nine-month sprint. Thanks, Mike. I've enjoyed it. Oh yeah, thank you, Eric.